and welcome to Build Brunch, the daily morning show where we talk about the latest topics in pop culture. I'm Brittany Jones Cooper. I'm Shannon Coffey. I'm Allie Colbert. And I'm Lucas Tim. Hi, everyone. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about a model who lied about being transgender, Mindy Kaling's highly anticipated remake of Four Weddings and a Funeral, a new Tinder feature that helps you stay safe while traveling, and a woman who took bonding to, with her pet to a whole new level. But first. But first, summer is heating up and it's showing no signs of stopping. What better way to cool off than with some signature drinks and from award-winning mixologist and cocktail expert, Pam Witzeser. Pam, like the best validation. Oh, we love yeah. you, Pam. We love, we love you. you guys. How you, how's your summer going? Sober right now. Sober. Oh, well, not that's good. changing right yeah. now. Yes. You know I like to give you goodies before we even get started, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I have a few great things. Oh, Lucas already got started. I kind of want to. <laughs> you know, because you know what that drink is, right, Lucas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is the St. Germain Spritz. And so. So good. What I'm trying to do here today is say, like, maybe you can't go on vacation, so let's bring vacation to you. So everything we have today is sort of. Uh, globally mm. inspired. Yes, right? That is crisp. So good. Yeah, so yeah. that is a St. Germain spritz. Uh, it's very easy to make it three parts. It is going to be sparkling wine, uh, soda water. We're using Fever Tree, mm. which comes from the UK. So again, a global experience from Europe. And then St. Germain, which is an elderflower liqueur that comes from France. And we actually have our national ambassador for St. Germain here in the yeah. front row Hi. today. Woo! I love St. Germain so uh, much. Good. Very exciting. Uh, St. Germain, so, I love it so much. I, I haven't, first time I went, when I went to that event, and I was so happily drunk by the end of it. It was, it was such this a fun just time. It feels like summer. Mm. Yes. It is summer. So light and crisp. It's like the way to bring Europe to you. It's low proof, you can enjoy it. And then next to it is another way to indulge, which is bring a little bit of Italy into your life. So the way I like to enjoy Amaro sometimes is actually on ice cream. So we have some great gelato for you guys with Branca Menta, which is a sort of a mintier Amaro. So it's a little bit of bitter, a little sweet, a little bit of hint of mint in there. Yeah. Straight from Italy, so just pour it on top. I gave you spoons. Ooh. As much as you want, or as little, or the bottles there, you can pour more. It's like an alcoholic root beer float. Yes, yeah. precisely. And then you just, <laughs> just indulge. It's like a nice way to also like put a little like boozy twist on your desserts when you home entertain mm. for your friends. Oh my mm -hmm. god. How's that? Wow, it's like That's you know so good. <laughs> just, I see, I see mm. into Oh my there. god, that is so good. Yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah, and if all uh, else fails and you kind of need a hit from the south, uh, we have sparkling uh, caponinas coming from Novo Fogo, which is a zero waste distillery down in Brazil, which is really amazing. So it's made with their cachaça. They're already canned and ready to go. We've got a few new flavors as well. Uh, so you can dive on in, taste it. They're really incredible. Good to take in a bag to a picnic. Yeah, because I'm talking about I mean, you've yeah. gotten out three different drinks. I'm but. so excited. I'm not traveling today, but I'm definitely going on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're I think you're coming down south to Australia with oh, me. Oh, am I? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is my Pam really? moment. I'm, so, I'm such a big fan. Oh my god, I love you. Mutual, mutual. Just and admiring you from the couch. Uh, well, it's nice to get you up to the bartending table yeah. for the first time. I can't wait. You ready? Yeah, so, I have weak arms, but I'm ready. Uh, all, all we're gonna need are your wrists to stir a drink. Oh, that's great. Uh, we talked last time and found out you're a big whiskey fan. Oh yes, love it. Huge. Um, and there's great whiskey being made all over the world, and in one place it's actually in Australia. So Starward uh, is a great distillery that's based right in Melbourne. They're making beautiful whiskey, and I thought, why not bring the flavors of down south here to the Build Studio and teach all of you how to make an old-fashioned, because it sounds like it's a hard drink, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's simple, but I don't know anything, so please school me. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to build it together, and the best thing about old-fashioned is actually for all of you at home, you can actually just build it right in your glass. You don't need an extra vessel or anything. It's really simple, right? Everyone's like, no way, right? Yeah, we're going to make this really easy. So first we start with our sugar. Tear packets of sugar work just fine. 
We've got some sugar in the raw, so just right. open up depending on how sweet you like it. I think one packet is more than enough. I'll just follow you blindly. <laughs> no, look look at me when you no. follow. Um, and then we've got some bitters. We have a few different flavors. Uh, this is from Bittered Sling, which is a female-owned um, bitters mm. company based out of Vancouver. So I love that. I know, like supporting women and I, like gotta support women. Like Canada, we love Canada, right? Yeah. We love we also, women. We love Canada. We also uh, love the prime minister, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna add a few drops of the bitters into the glass. So so it's like sort of one, yep, and it's gonna start dissolving that sugar right away. So we can see right now you just need the sugar and you just need the bitters, right? It's already dissolving a bit. So the next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna measure out your whiskey. I have a jigger here, which is a measuring device, but like last time I brought you guys shot glasses, you can use a shot glass at home to measure out whiskey. So you would do two shot glasses worth, or you're gonna do two ounces in your jigger. So I'm gonna measure that out. Oh, I love that sound. Go, 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 go. It's like, oh, it's gonna be a good time. So you know it's like a fresh so bottle. Good. Yes, okay. I mean, if you like glug like a little bit more than that, it's also okay. What are you doing? More, yeah. There we go. See, all right, yours is gonna be a great yeah. old fashioned. <laughs> all right, and the last thing, all we're gonna need is a little bit of ice. So I already got some ice in the glass over Woo. here, and you just gotta guide a little bit into your glass because you need proper dilution, so fill it up. Your turn. I just ran my hands around the floor before this. Is that okay? Yeah, it's your glass, not mine. Okay, great, so, awesome. I'm uh, gonna give you a spoon oh. to stir with. You just put, this, put the spoon in, and you start stirring around. I'm gonna have no job after this because she's just gonna school me. Oh no, are you seeing me? I'm like, ah, just gonna stir. Nobody would trust me anywhere where I actually had to serve other people. This is why I'm glad that you're enabling me to serve myself. Absolutely, just yourself. Just myself. Don't hire her for your parties. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm losing this. All right, so now that we've stirred it all up, it looks like you got a good amount of ice in there. We're just gonna get a lemon peel, which is the classic garnish for an old fashioned, but feel free at home. Do you want me to do one for you? Oh yeah, you do it. I'll cut myself. I like your I like your manicure. I don't want anything to happen to you. Thank you, yeah, my parents still don't trust me to cut my own meat. <laughs> it's really hard, yeah. They're like, don't know, okay. Shannon has a butter knife. I'm like, it's okay, guys. <laughs> My butcher at home, legit, his hand looks like this. So that's when you know you. Wow. Wait, is that the it's automatic shocker? I think, maybe. No. Oh. Going back to the cocktails. <laughs> so It's happened. <laughs> so then we're just going to express the peel on top and put it in, and then your old-fashioned is ready to go. So that's <gasps> it. You Cheers. just made your own old-fashioned. Two Australia. Thank you, Pam. I love you. I love you. Well, Pam, thank you so much for joining oh, us. So we good. absolutely love you. Absolutely. To learn more about Pam and her cocktails, head to Twitter and follow Pam Witnesser for more information. Yeah. Well, model Carissa Pinkston is apologizing for falsely claiming to be transgender. The model posted a series of transphobic remarks on her Facebook last week and claimed to be trans to deflect backlash. Now she's coming forward and confessing that she's not in fact transgender and takes, quote, full responsibility for her comments. It's such a this is sad, so weird story. The fact that someone thinks they could double down and cover their ass by saying that they're transgender is so offensive and also so stupid. Yeah, it's like saying the N-word and saying, but I'm black. Uh, no, you're it, not. It's like, just the whole thing is so sad. And what she said before was that being trans doesn't make you a woman. That's what she said. And then that's what she got all the flack for. And then she then was like, I'm sorry. I'm actually, this is a lot of self-hatred because I am a trans woman and it's like my own journey. She was trying to get sympathy, but then very quickly her friends in the, in the industry were like, 
that's not true. Like, we've seen childhood photos of you. Like, why are you lying? Why are you exploiting this community? It just really unraveled really, really fast. And I look at the story, and I'm like, it's just so sad and weird. And, like, I hope she gets help. Like, the, the blame yeah. She says, I'm 20 and human. Yeah. Girl, at 20 years old, I was not saying that. Yeah. No, that's not a, that's a, that's not, not a thing. And then you uh, you should know better. I mean, I I I I'm I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, to use yeah, that yeah. word. I know. I feel like we're very shocked that someone would make a lie this big and this hurtful and this stupid. But it's like lying really is such a. It's such a disease. Like, I yeah. feel like as soon as you start lying, even if it's white lies, literally you create negative pathways in your brain, and then they just, like, become easier and easier, and that's how you end up being the type of person who would make a lie that's so gross like this and so just horrible. Yeah. But I have to say, like, lies are like cockroaches. If there's one, there's you could be 100% sure there's, like, a shit ton more hiding in the darkness from that person, and you just have to watch out because... Like I said, lies are addicting. I yeah. also did not appreciate how she dragged Hunter uh, Schaefer into this, being like, look, look at my trans friend. I'm yeah. not transphobic, and now she won't return my text. Yeah, because you're crazy. Well, nobody likes Dude. to feel exploited. Yeah, exactly. It was it was so it was so much like, look at my black friend, I'm not a racist. Exactly. Like, like what Trump. You know. Which, again, dehumanizes that person and just makes them a trans person. Exactly. It's like, no, that's not not the move here at all. You're obviously not learning. And she got really defensive and was like, well, I wish you would all just educate me. And this is, seems to be such a popular response when someone gets called out. Why don't you just educate me? And, like, you know what? When you're getting called out for something you're saying, that's, some, that's like people reaching out to you saying, hey, you should think about what you're saying right now. It's not right. And they're not, it's not our responsibility or anyone's responsibility to do all the work of educating you. The internet exists. Yeah. Use it. It's literally 2019. And if you're like making these crazy ass comments and being like ignorant, that is you in your privilege. And like it's been years now that we've all been saying we need to check our privilege and do the work and educate ourselves. Mm -hmm. So like I'm so tired of people being like, teach me. No, it's all out there. There's so many articles and books that you can read to learn more about everybody else's struggles. There's no excuse for you be be out on the internet saying ridiculous but, shit like this. Yeah. Well, it's not the response. Yeah, it's what you said. It's not the responsibility of of minorities to educate those who are privileged. Like that's just you, you got to add no. that to their plate too. It's ridiculous. Are you paying us? Yeah, no. right. And that even Gillibrand said it last night in the debate. Like it's not up to Cory Booker and Kamala Harris to just educate yeah. us on racial social justice issues. Like we have to as white people check our privilege Recognize and understand privilege. and educate yeah. ourselves. And it's so easy and so, like, knowledge is so readily available. I can't tell you how many times I learn things that I don't want to learn on the internet every day <laughs> that I accidentally fall into knowledge. Like, mm -hmm. knowledge is there, and if you're not getting it and you're not learning, it's because you're actively choosing to be uneducated. Mm. And That's I do, a fact. I do think this is a, a lesson in people just taking a moment to not put every thought and opinion they have on social media if if she was going through something or trying to figure something or whatever, why does she even need to make that first comment about people of the trans community not being actual women? Why is that even necessary? Mm -hmm. Why can't you just like like you said, do some reading, talk to some people, do some work on yourself before you just put something out there that is misinformed and ignorant? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so this whole journey is hard to feel sad for her because it was a choice. Right. And it yeah. just was a stupid choice. It was a really dumb choice. Even her lie was so dumb because it was like, why would you lie about being transgender and 
like when you were young and now you're a transgender woman. If if she was like even a smart liar, she would have said, I'm transgender and now I'm gonna transition right. to be a male and like like live the lie. Right. right. And then I would be like, okay, at least she's committed <laughs> we'll to the lie, it. you know? But she yeah. even chose like the easy way out. Yeah. She's like, I've already transitioned. It was I like, no. The same thing. You should you should now like have to live with your lie and actually like live it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, and it's so lost. It's also it's okay to be confused about things and to want to figure things out and not know how to feel about something. Right. But like like Shannon said, I mean, you can do that work. You don't have to tweet it. You don't have that, to. Yeah. I think that gets, I think don't we, we don't need every model to be a spokesperson. And and I, I, I don't know this woman. I don't know how educated she is, but I'm assuming if you're a working model at 20, she's not in college, she's not, I, so she yeah. doesn't know as much stuff. But she has the internet, she's 20, she can look it up. But you don't need to be a spokesperson. Yeah. So don't. Yeah. Don't talk about these issues. Just keep your mouth. You don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and your and your words can hurt a lot yes, of other people because she has a platform. Who are members of this community, and yeah. that's what she's not recognizing. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's not even about you. It's about the other people who are really living in their truth and having to deal with that every day. You know. Yeah. Well, no one knows who this person is, and we'll go back to not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. But honestly, like, please educate yourself. And like, if someone's saying that you did something that hurt them, or that you're, you know, speaking ignorantly, take a moment. Don't be defensive. Don't Seriously. come up with ridiculous lies. Take a beat. It's okay to be wrong. We all do make mistakes, but making up lies to try to cover your ass is not the way out. Dumb. At all. So dumb. In other news, Mindy Kaling's remake of Four Weddings and a Funeral is now available on Hulu with a star-studded cast including Kaling's Mindy Project co-star Rebecca Rittenhouse and Game of Thrones' Natalie Emmanuel. Take a look. Have you ever had the feeling you've gone down the wrong path? Like somewhere along the line you've made a bad choice and now it's too late to go back? I feel like that literally every day. I can't believe you dressed up for him. I didn't. You're wearing a padded bra. No, I'm not. Let me honk your boot. Okay. Someone told me you show up for the people who matter the most to you. Tell me you don't think about me too. This is why I have friends like you. Good luck, man. Love will find a way, bro. But I'll wait here just in case it doesn't. Has anybody in the audience clap, clap if you've watched? Nobody. No one! Oh. So they've got a marketing issue. <laughs> well, you know what? We have spoken on this show before about how Hulu kind of buries their shows. Yeah. And I did go through, it came out yesterday, and I went through to watch this show. I looked, and it was not promoted anywhere on my screen. Oh. I had to actually dig for it again, and it took... Uh, I'm not exaggerating when I say, like, through Hulu Originals, it took me about five, like, rows to get to Whoa. it. Whoa. Wow. That's really bad for a show that just got released who had, like, like we said, star-studded cast, Mindy Kaling, like, it should be easy to find, and it's not. Those are algorithms, because for me, it was right at the top, but I do watch a lot of, like, female-driven narratives that are romantic comedy. You know what I mean? So I think the algorithm is so really off for you. I that's not good. She just watches animals killing each other. <laughs> Is there a show like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Nature Mode. You're going to find oh. it on the seventh row. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was on my thing, but it wasn't this. I don't like that, because the algorithm, like, you know, if a new show's promoted, you never know the one guy who may want to watch this who may like this surprisingly. Yeah. I don't, we don't let the algorithm decide what people should or should not watch. Especially because there's not many Hulu originals that mm -hmm. are coming out. It's not like they release a new original every day. So I'm like, if you throw something out, put it in front of right. anyone who logs in just because it's your brand new show. Yeah. Right. 
I did watch the first two episodes of the show. Uh, there are moments where the writing really does come through. There's like some funny dialogue, but mm -hmm. overall, I just the tone and vibe of it, I didn't quite click with. Like I did, let's say the Mindy Kaling project, like the first season of that, I thought was really great and really funny and quick. This I couldn't quite figure out. It, it's an hour-long show, so it is a drama. The limited series, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah so it's like, so, but it's like yeah. 45 minutes long, so those are typically reserved for like drama. So there is like. The tonally, I just couldn't quite figure out what it wanted to be a comedy or like a little more serious. Well, so, do you think so? Mindy Kaling is um, known to be a fan of the the rom com, and yeah. and and she she's talked a lot about how you know there's a lot of dark shows out there, and she really wanted to make a show that was really just like a rom com to celebrate that art. Do you think this the rom com doesn't work in this format that ten episodes are just too? Much to stretch. Um, no, I think that will work because romantically, the conflict that they set up in the first two episodes, I definitely think you need the time okay. for it to play out. So I do think like the formatting is smart, and it's interesting to see a show shot this way. But I just the actual like chemistry with the actors and the tone and stuff just felt a little disjointed for me, and I wanted to really love it, and it was fine. But it's not something that I, you know what I mean, will like right. highly recommend. Okay, yeah. interesting. And it, it's a, were you guys fans of the the movie the yeah, from the nineties? Classic. Yeah. Annie McDowell. So do you think it was a cool, good, like, good idea for her to remake this re in, a, in a way? I don't know. I was hoping they'd flip it on its head, do four funerals, one wedding. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> really sink into grief in a funny way. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 2019, it's like marriage is over. Right. <laughs> death is on the rise. Like, that's what's that. in right yeah. now. Yeah. Is death on the rise? It always is, baby. Damn, I didn't know yeah. that. Death is on the rise, marriage is on the decline. Mm. So the fact that it's still four weddings, one funeral just seems like they're not with the times. Yeah, mm. I agree. Because you know what? In life, there's no guarantee that you're going to get married, but you know for a fact you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And I find that freeing. Mm -hmm. I do take a lot of joy in that. Yeah, it's just nice to know, like, oh, there is an end to this, you know? <laughs> I will say that I really love seeing Nathalie. Is that how you say it? Natalie? Natalie? It's Natalie. Is it no, I'm Natalie? joking. Isn't there like an extra H in there? I, oh, my prompter just had one H. Oh, okay, maybe I made it. So it's Natalie, sorry. Uh, she played Miss Sandy on Game Natalie. of Thrones. Natalie. Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> she played Miss Sandy on Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys watched. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I love her. Brittany's like, I don't know if you guys have heard of this cool show, Game of Thrones. It just ended, yeah, but it right. was a hit. I'm like this edgy indie chick who watches TV shows that nobody else does. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. You know me. I love subculture. Um, but she's on that show, and I love it. And she obviously is English, and so she has a British accent. And her American accent is pretty on point, I will say. Like, I didn't know I had to Google it to see where she was from. Mm -hmm. yeah, really... I don't know if you guys have heard of England. <laughs> what are we Wait, doing here? So this is like the UK? The UK. It's confusing. UK, uh, yeah. Britain, England, a lot of names for it. Yeah, I don't know. What... It's funny when you do see, it's enjoyable, I should say, when you do see an English actor have a good American accent. It's so good. Because sometimes they just sound like, you know, Daniel, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, they just kind of cover it up right. in that way. Like, I think it's tough. Kate Winslet in The Holiday, and Kate Winslet is an actor, right? Yeah. In The Holiday, though, her American accent is, like, super, super nasally. Oh, really? And I'm like, do we sound that nasally to them? Because she really brought it up here. Mm. Interesting. I have yeah. to re re Rewatch. that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that Mindy Kaling um, is doing an open <laughs> casting call for her new Netflix show? Yes. I think that's really cool because, I mean, Shannon's an actress. I'm sure it's it's not easy to get auditions, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I think you've been pointing out that wow. I'm on a talk show right now, and I do zero acting. <laughs> I'm 
trying, you guys. I'm trying every day. At least I'm surviving. And I, I, this is a fun gig, and I, I love it. No, I just do every show yeah. that Ryan Murphy baby, Ryan Murphy baby watching. Experience than I did. <laughs> that was no shade. I was just, Ryan Murphy, if you're watching, she would make an amazing scream queen American Horror Story. I keep updating my reel and nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens. I just want my dreams. Just straight. Just straight. <laughs> Guys, moving on. Tinder has a new update for the LGBTQ community. The dating app has launched a new traveler alert feature that will warn LGBTQ users when they enter a country that could criminalize them for being out. This is huge. This is really massive. I wrote about travel for two years, and we had uh, like a team of like 200 freelance writers who were traveling the world. And this is a topic that came up a lot because there are about 70 countries who have laws that discriminate against members of the LGBT community, and that can manifest in a lot of different ways, some of them dangerous. So I think it's a lot of people don't really research everything when they travel to a country, and I think this kind of takes the work out of it for people, where as soon as you enter a country that has these laws, it just sort of sends you an alert so you know, and then you can make a choice. You can either not use the app, or when you're in that country, they will make your sexual orientation not visible so that you're protected. And you can still look and swipe, but you don't have to worry about people targeting you, which I just think is mm. such such an important tool to have. Wow, yeah. I mean, you just have to hope that Tinder is accurate. I'm just worried about Tinder just, like, messing with people. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, like, going to Florida and Tinder being like, they hate gays here. Like, you know, yeah. it's not really funny. Well, I, I it's more about the countries, which the, their policies yeah. are not. Yeah. So. I mean, I think I know what you kind of mean is that, yeah. like, there are hateful people everywhere, yeah. unfortunately. So, like, you could be somewhere where you know, there are no exact laws, but you never know where you're in trouble. I mean, I have a lot of anxiety about apps and going out in general. Like, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I've been watching that ID channel and murder happens. <laughs> so, like, I don't even hit an app for, like, Straight love. I don't even hit an app for at all. I actually don't even go online because I'm scared someone's going to murder me. Being here right now is a risk. Yeah. It is. Every day. People know where you are. They can see yeah. you. Yeah. Everyone is seeing me, but not Ryan Murphy. <laughs> one day he will. He will Hopefully. one day. I'm sorry. But this, this app is cool. I mean, Tinder, uh, in a way, to evolve with the times. There's so many dating apps out there. I think this is a good way for them to... To, to lead something, to be a trendsetter as they were when they first started. That, that, I agree. That this is a good thing to do because, you know, people do travel and, and sadly the world has not caught up um, to uh, LGBTQIA issues like they should have. And, you know, Jamaica and Russia and Saudi Arabia yeah, and yeah. Abu Dhabi and places you can get killed and imprisoned and it's horrible. So I think this is a way, just as a reminder, that um, there's still so much more work, done, work that needs to be done for yeah. um, our community. Also, just an effort to make Tinder a little less seedy. Like, I remember when I was on Tinder, like, if you were on Tinder for same-sex searches, like, just, like, random people of the opposite sex show up. Right. Really? Like, yeah. Tinder's, like, a common app for, like, dudes to just, like, look for, like, lesbians to, like... I don't know. Would they actually, like, contact you? I mean, or try, or I, guess I would not try, yeah. try and match them. Yeah. But, like, I think they try. I don't know. I mean, I can only imagine, you know? Like, that's a very common thing. Yeah. It's just a reminder of how you really need to be informed when you travel. Mm -hmm. um, as a black woman, I also feel the same threat in certain places. I mean, a lot of countries do not have diverse communities. And so mm -hmm. when I travel a lot of the times, like, I just went to Montenegro. That entire country was white. Mm -hmm. And the looks and stares I got were not 
aggressive and they weren't angry, they were more curious. But I have been in places like Argentina, I didn't feel particularly safe. Um, and I only traveled with the group because the looks I got were curious, but also like, you don't belong here, Oof. slightly threatening. So I think if you're any minority when you travel, it just is like, you have to be on high alert, which is sad, but that's just like the state of global politics. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's, 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 it's we, we, uh, we often at the on this show, you know, will lovingly criticize the country that we are in right now because we, we love America and whatever, and America is so complicated and difficult. But it is quite amazing when you think about this, though, that clearly there are states where um, it is it is probably, you know, they, they have laws that, you know, they just outlaw sodomy in, in certain mm -hmm. um, conservative states. But overall, America is so diverse. It is so big. There is so much where, where to go that people can eventually, hopefully, leave whatever their hometowns and accept them and come to New York or mm -hmm. Boston or Chicago, whatever, that this country is quite incredible, that it is so diverse and amazing. Because when you think about stories like this, when you're traveling and feeling you're the only black person around or, mm -hmm. or being gay and going to a country and or feeling... Or the only actor around. Or the only actor around. <laughs> you know, there's so many... You could, America is so grand and big and complicated, but in the end... You know, we still make up this great country. That Ooh, Lucas 2020! Yeah, yeah, Lucas 2020. I'm just trying to find hope. That debate last night, I was I was crying at the end of it. Oof, can was I that rough. You. If you can get me work. booked on a gig, I will vote for you, Lucas! <laughs> My platform is Shannon the Wizard Oscar! <laughs> wow, you guys. Um, in other news, a model took her relationship with her dog to the next level by marrying her pet on a British TV show. After giving up on dating, the woman said, oh, I found the one and I love him. I mean, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, like, but this is you, fine. But do you get it? Yeah. It's nicer than most men. I mean, that's what she said. So she's had, what, four engagements, have been on 200 dates, couldn't find the guy, and this dog has been there for her, had her back for the past year. You know, I'm in a very- she feeds it. I'm a, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Same with most men, honestly, let me tell I'm you. I'm just saying, if she's hoping for this like love to be reciprocated, it's because she feeds it. Yeah, but I think she's aware of that. <laughs> like, what does it matter anymore? All marriages end in divorce. Like, let her marry her golden retriever. I like that she said that, um, you know, she's not the first of her friends to marry their dog. And I was like, wow, so there's a whole pack of women who are like, I just married my puppers and we're going to live in all, like, happiness. I also just think it's okay to have a pet and have them be, like, your <laughs> best friend and companion without being like, I have to do marriage. I don't understand the obsession with, like, having to do a little checklist and having, like... Why is marriage such a requirement for some people? Like, yeah. it's okay to live your life and never get married as a woman. It's also okay to never have kids. It's okay to build whatever unique situation you want. And if that's marrying a dog, good to you. But, like, I just hope that she didn't feel like she had to have a wedding. I think, in a way, there's a chance that she was agreeing with you and just satirizing marriage as an institution by doing this. Mm -hmm. But when people look at this... I could also like make that. I agree yeah. with what you're saying. Well, I just said that. Like, I if she like wants that, like that's cool. But like, I just hope that she knows that she doesn't need to get married, and even with a dog. And for the record, it is a symbolic marriage because against law, you're not allowed to marry animals. So I think so. I think as long as the dog, which I don't think so, is not abused in any way or mistreated or whatever, and it's or cheating on her or cheating on her, <laughs> the dog. That, Hey, he's so he's handsome. He's he's, he's a, literally like bacon. I, I would watch bacon? him. But as long bacon? as you know, like what Shannon just said, like 
yeah. makes her happy and it's just a companion, whatever. Yeah. I just hope that she doesn't change because like, everybody says like when you get married, things change. <laughs> so like, is she gonna get like upset like when strangers talk to him when she's taking him for a walk? Like, can only she give him treats? Because then that really limits the connections that he can make with other yeah. humans. So I yeah. just feel like, you know what? She's being a little selfish because <laughs> marriage is a human thing. It's not a pet thing. Yeah. And to put that on uh, him slippery slope is yeah. not fair. <laughs> is he allowed to still sniff other butts? Yeah, that's the thing, you know? Like, what if he connects with another dog? Yeah. Is she gonna be like, oh, is that bitch? Right, like, she's like, that bitch? Yeah. Bitch? bitch. That bitch, Meta. Uh, to your point, though, about marriage not being necessary, I did, like, a little deep dive, and the London School of Economics did this study about, like, marriage is actually, like, not beneficial for women. That is, marriage is beneficial for men because men then, like, have somebody to look after them, make sure they go to the doctor, make sure they eat. For women, it actually increases stress, ah. and you die earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they said the happiest group are unmarried women who don't have children. Right. Yeah. Because you know what? They don't have to mess with anybody else. They just get to like, yeah. live their best life. Unmarried women who don't have children. We are all unmarried women yeah. who don't have yeah. And we are so <laughs> damn happy. Yeah. <laughs> and also allergic to gluten. And we are so <laughs> allergic to gluten and dairy. And cats. Yeah. Uh, I'm not allergic to cats. I love cats. Oh, uh, okay. Cats? You know, that, that, yeah, cats are, I think, and Shannon, you've been so good at fighting the stigma that, that cat owners have, yes. especially women cat owners have, and I yes. think I would like you to speak on that, because I think that is your <laughs> social cause. Thank you, Lucas. Again, I'm Shannon Coffey. I am a very talented actor, and I'm also a big fan of cats. And a lot of people think that cats are these like emotionless, evil things that just scratch you and shit in a little box you have to clean up. But they're honestly sweet companions. They're just as good as dogs, as long as you treat them with respect and love and nurture them the same way that you would a dog. Are they, dare I say, marriage material? <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna mm -hmm. get into marrying animals in general, I would say cats are up there. I honestly, would say cats they're are honest. perfect. You know, the truth is, <laughs> the thing is, no. She's a comedian, guys. Go see her at no, the comedy store. Seriously, just honestly, cats will only like you if you're worth liking. Right. Whereas yes. a dog will like anything with eyes. That feeds you know? True. Yeah. Cats are loyal. Also, cats are very, Let's um. not put down dogs. No, not put down dogs. <laughs> but, they, you know, they don't leave the house a lot, so they're very loyal to who you are. Cats? They're, well, yeah, they're not. They're That's not. the same thing with prisoners. <laughs> hey, but they're loyal That's to you. That's why yeah. you should get in a they relationship know you. with a prisoner. Well, me, ow, we're just four sexy felines, and that's our show. <laughs> that's all from us. We'll see you on Monday. Same time, same table.